and you are listening to the G.O.W. podcast because, you know, we always like to do it with a little hardcore country. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of the Generation of Wrestling Podcast. I am the host of the franchise. Normally, I would have my co-host, King Two Cold. He's not able to be with us today. But have no fear because we've got a special guest. She is the quintessential diva, Giselle Shaw. Giselle, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. How are you today, franchise? I am good. I am good. A little tired, but can't complain. Okay. So, I want to get right into it. Recently, we just had the Impact Emergence pay-per-view. Lots of great matches from top to bottom. Two matches I want to talk to you specifically about. We had new Impact Knockouts Tag Team Champions crowned at VXT. They put on a hell of a match with Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie. We also had Jordan Grace retain her Impact Knockouts Championship in the barn burner with Mia Yim. So, double-loaded question. What did you think of those two matches? And what's next for Giselle Shaw in the Knockouts division? I think they were so incredible. Uh, we do watch the matches backstage, you know, um, and support uh, all the matches and everyone. Yes. Um, and I think I think the women just killed it that night, and I'm so happy for for them. You know, new um, knockouts world tag team champions. Um, I've said before that Chelsea and Diana are a force to be reckoned with yes. individually, and now that they've combined, you know, they like look out, look at everyone. And um, Jordan Grace and Mia Yim, I just, I love them so much. Mia Yim is one of my besties, the Empire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Got to plug it. Yeah, and Jordan, you know, Jordan, you don't mess with Jordan. I mean, look at her. And, I wouldn't. Oh, I'm sorry, and I told you that. And that escaped my, um, you know, another question that you asked is what's next for me. Um, what's next for me is whoever's holding the knockouts, World Tag Team Champions or the Knockouts World Championship. So, hey, if whoever's holding it, I'm putting you in notice. So it's safe to say you're going for all the gold. Well, speaking of the knockout division, we've recently had Killer Kelly. She made her debut not long ago, long awaited. Uh, what are your thoughts on Killer Kelly? And is she someone you would like to face soon or maybe tag team with? So I love Killer Kelly. She and I actually met in the UK scene. Um, We've wrestled once before in a four-way match, and we, you know, we have the chemistry, and we have been waiting for a singles match or maybe a tag team match one day. I'm so happy that she's in Impact Wrestling, and I just want her to do well. And you know, uh, I'm I'm just so happy for her. Speaking of the UK scene, you mentioned you wrestling in the UK scene. Now, of course, you're here in the States with Impact Wrestling. For someone who isn't familiar, as a wrestler yourself, uh, describe the difference in atmosphere between the UK crowds and, of course, here in the States. So the UK scene fans, they're incredible. I think it's because they have that, you know, that football, soccer yeah. um, background. So they take that into the wrestling right right and they sing your name and when i first got there it was you know i noticed that immediately and i go oh that's how you know if they hate you or love you uh -huh. 
and that was one of my goals and then when they started you know singing my name i, I was like man like i have made it like this is so cool uh here in north america it's very different they're very vocal yeah you know they'll cheer you they'll boo you they won't sing your name but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know everyone is without the fans when you know we won't be here and i just i love them all and i'm just happy that we're you know that they're so on board taking this roller coaster ride with us now talking about your time at impact was it you that reached out to them or was it them that reached out to you and what was that first initial interaction like right so when i actually started with impact 2018 that's when they gave me my first opportunity i i think i wrestled three four matches and at the time there was no opportunities for me to be full-time with impact wrestling so that's when uh, i thought if there are no opportunities create one and that's when i went to the uk hopefully you know i made an impact there <laughs> uh, that they wanted to keep me around and and I did. I was very happy with that. I didn't really know that whatever I was doing in the UK, also, you know, everyone saw here in North America. Yes. So I was very surprised when Impact Wrestling came to me first and they asked if I was interested in signing. But at the time, I didn't really feel like I was ready. Yes. I didn't, yeah, I didn't feel like I accomplished everything that I needed to accomplish at the time. So when I reached, you know, the pinnacle of Brit Rest, I thought to myself, where, where do I go? You know, and it just so happened that, you know, wrestling, uh, sorry, Impact Wrestling came back and they go, hey, um, how are you feeling? Just checking in on you. And that's when, you know, I had that feeling inside me thinking, you know what, this is the time to do it. And here we are. You talk about the impact that you, funny. You talk about the impact that you had over in the UK scene and it transferring over here and you not knowing that people were aware how important as an up-and-coming wrestler now in this day and age of social media is it for one to brand themselves because you truly do not know who's watching you from across the world. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's super important. You know, when, when I went to the UK, I didn't really think that it was going to be shown here as well in North America. Yeah. You know, and I just focused on, I didn't, you know, I didn't really think like what's out there. I just kind of focused on what I'm doing and be present. And I was fortunate enough that, you know, people were actually watching and paying attention. Yes. Yes. Another thing I want to talk to you about, uh, we spoke before we got on the air, making an impact. You've been supported tremendously by impact. You recently came out earlier, I want to say in June, uh, as being a transgender. And I want to ask you, what was the thought process? Was it something where you woke up that morning, hey, I'm going to do this? Or was it, you know what? It was kind of spurred a moment. I want to put this out there. It's important. We talk about representation. We're talking about visibility. Shout out to you for being one of those uh, main factors in doing that and not just saying it. Uh, what was the thought process like immediately uh, before you made that announcement? So there was, when I first actually thought about it, I was here in Dallas uh, during WrestleMania week. Okay. Uh, I attended that um, WrestleMania event where we auctioned off, you know, dresses that were important to us. Yes. Um, so, you know, I went to the party, we told stories and I, I told a story that was a bit personal, you know, growing up where I had a 
a rough time growing up because I just didn't really fit in. Um, and then I met this transgender woman uh, at the event and she came up to me and she was, I think she just wanted to share her story. Yeah. And told me that she could relate. And at that time I didn't really, like I wasn't out. Mm. So I, all I wanted to do was not have a conversation with her or just, you know, thinking to myself, like, oh my God, like, does she know? Like, like, I, ugh, like this is my workplace. I, uh, like, you know, and I freaked out and I panicked and I just felt like I just dismissed her. And, right. uh, and I felt really crappy about that. You know, I went home and I thought to myself, I have looked up to these women that inspired people, educated people and raised awareness. And I had that opportunity and I didn't do that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I sat and thought about it and I, you know, I just decided, you know, this is the time to, to do this. Uh, everyone has a different journey, obviously. Yes. Uh, so I can't, no one can tell me or no, I can't tell anyone, you know, like you need to, you need to be out. You need to do this, right. need to do that because I needed to be, I needed to feel confident and, you know, at peace with myself that it was the right time. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've been just so fortunate that, you know, I, I told Impact Wrestling, hey, I, I want to be able to do that, to inspire, you know, to educate people and to raise awareness and use my platform, you know, for good. And they have just been so supportive. And I can't even believe it that, you know, from management to admin to the locker room to production, like everybody has just been so supportive and the fans, especially, you know, yeah. uh, I was so scared because I, because wrestling, you know, is <laughs> wrestling. Yeah. Is wrestling. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I didn't know how people were going to take it. Um, but it was, you know, it, the most important thing was living my life authentically uh, and, and just be happy, you know, because if I was happy, with myself that I'm able to go up there and put out a good product and, and, and just be comfortable with it. Speaking of being comfortable, the quintessential diva, another double loaded question for you. You took the word diva and something that wrestling fans, mm -hmm. you kind of turn your nose up at because you think of a specific era and a specific company. You've yeah. taken that and you put empowerment behind that word. Was that something you've done intentionally or how did you come up with the quintessential diva to describe yourself? Right. So I came up with the quintessential diva because when I think quintessential diva, I think of someone who is intelligent, who is, um, you know, confident, beautiful, independent, yes. strong woman, you know, and, and it was so unfortunate that, you know, at the time, like I grew up with the divas and the yes. Yes. and, you know, it has such a bad connotation because if you were a diva, all you did was grind panties and stuff and, you know, pillow fights and whatnot. But where I come from, you know, it's someone who's beautiful, strong, confident, independent. Yes. So I wanted to um, take that and, and say, so, you know, you know what, like, that's actually, that's a good thing. And it's not a bad thing. You know, someone, you know, put a bad connotation to it. And I think it's time to take that back and say, you know what, I can do all these things. August 26th through the 27th, you guys are in Dallas uh, at the factory in Deep Ellum. 
Okay, now my question to you would be, when you go to Dallas, is there a favorite spot you go visit? Do you have a favorite food spot you have to hit when you're in Dallas? Talk to us, what are your thoughts? What does Giselle Shaw think of Dallas? I love Dallas. So Dallas has a special place in my heart because the first time that I ever, you know, that I was brought in by Impact Wrestling was actually here in Dallas. So this is my first time that I, you know, as a knockout, yes. came to Hearts Kill, and then coming here for WrestleMania week, which was my first WrestleMania week. And to be a part of that was super special. And to do a media tour here in Dallas as well. Again, you know, it's like the, the universe is telling me something about Dallas. I don't know what that is yet, but it is very special to me. Speaking of hard to kill, me and my co-hosts, we were there in January and we were there for the women's Ultimate X match. And the whole car from top to bottom was amazing. Uh, but I want to talk to you about the consistency of Impact Wrestling. Mm -hmm. You know, Impact is a little bit smaller in terms of, you know, production value and stuff like that. But I honestly feel, uh, from a non-biased standpoint, I feel like consistently from top to bottom, men and women's storyline, wrestling, in-ring product, you guys have had as a consistent of a year a wrestling company can have you personally what are your goals for continuing the elevation of impact wrestling well like i said before my goals is to you know either be a knockout world tag team champion or a knockout world champion uh i don't know when that's going to happen but you know what i have that as my goal uh i'm just i'm super excited to be a part of the knockouts division I really do feel like we put out a good product out there. Everyone looks so different and everyone has something to offer that's different and just makes the knockouts division so strong. And, you know, it's just going to get better from here. And, and I can't wait. I know you're in the business now, but was wrestling always something you were into or was it something you kind of fell into? So I've watched wrestling all my life since I was a kid my family actually watched that with me especially my grandmother and uh when i was young she actually got sick so this is a special connection for me wrestling wise yes. and you know and i hope that you know she is looking down at me look i don't know why i keep saying looking down at me but looking <laughs> is it looking down at me looking at me you know you know whatever you want to say we're gonna yeah. go <laughs> and, yeah but hopefully hopefully she's proud and you know i am doing her proud so growing up as a fan now and and, and you and i we talked about this a few minutes ago wrestling fans is is a very unique crowd of people right mm -hmm. uh here today going tomorrow for you not for you for people there's so much wrestling out there for people who are toxic online who want to dismiss what certain companies are doing because they're not quote unquote that one company what do you have to say to those fans uh about giving impact or any of the other shows a chance in the try i mean i really feel like everyone has their own opinion and they're entitled to their own opinion um i can't tell them and say well you know what like this is i just like i'm allowed to disagree to it but you know like that's their opinion um it doesn't affect me yes. you know, personally um if, if if they think that a certain brand is better or if they think that you know impact wrestling is much better uh i do feel like we put out a great product out there and that's not me being biased whether right. it's storyline or talent i think you know the whole locker room just gives it their best and we just want everyone to do well and and i feel like that's what we need to focus on is that 
I feel like we're just, you know, a positive locker room and we just want everyone to be um, a success story. Speaking of the whole locker room, if you could form a mixed tag team with any of the male superstars, who would it be and why? A mixed tag team? Like with me? Yes. Ooh, I would have to say Josh Alexander. Ah. Yeah, uh, Team Canada, like what? <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like, you know, there was no female representation at that time. And I hope that if that does happen, you know, I'm, I'm, I think I'm the only Canadian knockout right now. So who better to do it, you know? And I think that uh, it would be a nice homage to uh, what Team Canada was. Speaking of being Canadian, Canadians have a strong place in the wrestling world throughout history. What is it about the Canadian wrestling scene that you think endears not only you guys to the Canadians and fans around the world, but to the American fans specifically? Um, you know what? I'm still asking. I get asked this question a lot. I'm still trying to figure that out, but maybe it's the water. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> or maybe it's the maple syrup. I'm not really quite sure. <laughs> Okay, so you guys, like I said, August 26th through the 27th, you're going to be in Dallas. Um, For people who don't know about the factory and the deep element, describe that atmosphere. You said that's where you first made, you know, your debut as an official knockout there in Impact. Describe just the feeling of that venue, because it's a very unique venue. Yeah, it's super unique. Um, It's almost like rustic, urban. Yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, and the set, you know, obviously makes it, it just looks like a freaking million bucks, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, and, and, and when the crowd is there and they're just so loud, it's just, you know, it's just like this atmosphere that's just, uh, it's electric, Yes. you know? And I feel like you really need to be there to experience this. And, and I hope that people do come and, you know, fill that building up. Well, speaking of getting there, filling the building up, how can people watch it? Where can they buy tickets? So they can buy tickets at impactwrestling.com or Ticketmaster. And I think this will be on Fight TV. Yes. Yes. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I hope that everybody, you know, comes, um, experience it. Even if you're, you know, if this is your first time, it's just going to make you fall in love with wrestling. And I and I seriously can guarantee that Impact Wrestling is the best out there right now. And I, I really do hope people come. Giselle, I know our time's coming. We've got two final questions for you. One of two, if you could fight anybody, any company, any division, who would it be? Who does Giselle Shaw have her eyes on, whether it's inside of Impact or outside of Impact? Um, I would have to say, ooh, this is a tough one. You know, um, I feel like Jordan Grace. Yeah, yeah Jordan Grace. Uh, I think she and I would would make magic, and I think she's very tough. You know, and she has she is so. You know, she's got like so many accolades, and she's yeah. been so successful that I would want to challenge someone and test myself if I could keep up, which I know that I can keep up. So watch out, girl. <laughs> And the last thing for all the fans that's going to watch this and see this, how can they find you or interact with you on social media? Right. So I am on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Giselle Shaw 08. 
All right. Now, Giselle, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Just hang out for one second after we get off. I want to talk to you really quick. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Generation of the Breastline Podcast. Giselle Shaw, the quintessential diva. Thank you for taking the time to join me. And until next time, we'll talk to you later, guys. Thank you. Take care.